Hello, this is Robert Watkins, and welcome to my podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the undiagnosed man. And there's a lot of pressure right now to be a man, and many men are walking around with issues that are going undiagnosed. You know, I did a lot of research on this. Over 30,000 men have come through my ministry, my businesses, bought my books, etc. And so I have a lot of experience with a man. Heck, I'm a man. And one of the things I can say that men walk around with a lot of undiagnosed issues that no one is really paying attention to. But if you Google issues dealing with women, you'll find all kind of stuff, magazines and doctor reports and research and clothes and fashion and how to deal with mental illness and depression. And for every 1000 pages devoted to research for women, there's only a few pages devoted to men. And then when you deal with minority men, blacks and Asians and Latinos, it's even smaller research. So here are some alarming stats that I want to share with you. And I want to talk this to the men and then for the women who love their men. I want to talk to you as well and give you some solutions in this podcast that's going to help men get over their issues. You know, there's 161 million men in America and 6 million men are affected by depression. Now, the reason why that's so key is because since March 2020, many men's bank accounts have become unstable and families are breaking up at an alarming rate. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because the number one reason for divorce is not sexual indiscretions. No, the number one reason is financial insecurities. And so it's leading for to men to have a lot of mental issues. And as a result of that, men are feeling sad, unimportant, anxious, tired. And if this goes unchecked, it leads to anger issues that will eventually sabotage their marriage, sabotage their relationship with their kids, and just negatively blow up their life. I know a little bit about that because I blew up my own life. And in my next podcast, I'm going to show you kind of what I went through and some of the solutions that I had to do to build myself up from the ground up. But many men don't have that type of support. That's why many men are uh, just going through very difficult times and men are four times more likely to die of suicide than women. And also more men are dying from COVID-19 than women. Now, why is that? Because men are less likely to go to a doctor to ask for help. They're less likely to have health insurance because they think they're invisible, invincible. <laughs> okay. But COVID-19 and mental illness, they're not the problems. They are symptoms of the problem. So here's what happens with men. In an attempt to kind of cope with these issues, one out of five men depend upon alcohol at some point in their lives. So we mask the pain of failure and And we start living according to the fake it till you make it syndrome. And that only leads to what I call holy frustration. Now, we hide ourselves in porn and and we have inappropriate sexual relationships and all designed to cover up the insecurities that sabotage anything that is good in our lives. So here's what we do. For some of us, we do go to the doctors, but the only thing the doctor can do is prescribe pills, but that's just a temporary fix. And then for the women, for the men who have a woman in their lives, that woman can nag and nag and nag all she wants to, 
but she's not equipped to resolve that man's issues. Politicians can even promise us things, but they only normally just want your money. And then there are churches who can address some of these issues, but they are rarely solved. So what's the issue? I mean, what's the answer? What is the answer to men's issues? Well, first of all, we have to control our inner chatter. What we say to ourselves, we cannot allow other people to define who we are. Most men have depended upon a coach or a pastor or a dad or uncle, somebody that, that was there that was telling them what they should be doing, what they should be. You know, you should be a mechanic. You you should be an accountant. You should take this job instead of what that man should be doing is asking himself some questions that I'm going to ask you right now. And so we have this inner chatter with ourselves. And most of the time, that inner chatter, it leads to fear and insecurity and doubt and unbelief. And even though you have a lot of money, and even though you may have a house and a car, and even though you have a family, you're still sitting there empty, unemotionally involved. You're unattached. And so these questions are going to snap you back into reality so that your reality is not fantasy. So here's some questions that you should ask yourself as a man that's going to help you get out of your syndrome from, and you're going to go from being a male to a man. A man is someone who has responsibilities. That's where the word responsibility comes from, the ability to respond. And you are a man, not a male. Anybody is a male. You're just a mere fact that you were born. Is, is you, it doesn't make you a man. It just means you're a male. You just have the equipment of a man, but a man is how a man thinks. And a man is a man based on his responsibilities. So the first question you should ask yourself is this. If I didn't have the pressure of making money, what would I be doing with my life? You know, most of the pressure that are coming from in a man's life is coming from the ability to be financially stable. So for me, it used to be that whatever was in my bank account, it controlled my attitude. Boy, when I had a lot of money in the bank, boy, I was happy. Everybody in the house was happy. But then when things went low and I had low bank accounts, then I was mad and angry and just pissed off all the time. And I made everybody unhappy. And it, it ruined my marriage. I have to take responsibility for that. So I have to ask the man, if you didn't have the pressure of money, what would you be doing with your life? Because there you're going to find your true self or your true purpose. Let me ask you another question. Why do I keep sabotaging my future? You know, we, we get involved in vices and illicit activities. And what you're doing, you're just destroying the, the good that's in your life. You're just destroying your future. And so now you start living below your potential. And there's nothing worse than a man who is living below his potential. That man is frustrated. It's going to affect him sexually. It's going to affect his earning potential. It's going to affect his attitude. It's going to affect how he sees the world because he knows that he should be better. He knows that he should be at another level. He knows that he should be leading and not watching. He knows that he should be on the field and not just in the stands watching life. Here's, no, here's another question I want you to ask yourself. Why do I feel so small around other people who seem to be more successful? You know why men love sports? Men love sports because we, we keep our eye on the scoreboard. Men keep count. We do. 
Men love to drive up to other men in a new car or a pretty girl. Or say, man, I got this new job. Yeah, we like to brag. We keep score. Man, this is how much money I have in my IRA account. This is how much money I have for retirement. We keep score. And and it makes other people feel small who are insecure. So what you have to do is find security in yourself. It can't be based on your stuff. Just because someone has more toys, there's always going to be someone more handsome than you. And his wife is prettier than yours. And his house is bigger than yours. And he has better toys. He has a bigger boat than you. You would dream to have a boat. And listen, here's how I look at it. If somebody has a bigger boat than me, I'm like, well, hey, he's got all those maintenance costs. I hope it's paid for. (laughs) But I'm not going to let his big boat make me feel small because my my boat is smaller. No, I'm going to be satisfied with where I am in life. And I'm going to take responsibility for where I am in life. So if I'm only making a certain amount of money, I'm going to take responsibility for the choices I made to get me in my situation. So if you're listening to me and you're in, maybe you're in jail or maybe you're in the hospital or maybe you're in bankruptcy or maybe you're in divorce court, maybe you're going through something terrific or horrific, take responsibility for where you are. Take responsibility for the car that you drive. Take responsibility for the neighborhood you live in. The choices you make got you there. And when you finally say to yourself, you know what? I got me here and it's my responsibility to get me to the next level. I'm telling you, that's how a man thinks. There's another question. Why am I not making the type of money that I know that I'm capable of? Take responsibility for that. Did you educate yourself? If not, get more education. But you're taking responsibility for that. How can you increase your value? Real men increase their value every day, not just for money, but for their family, for their leadership abilities, for their ability to respond to situations that are in their lives. And not only in their life, but other people's lives. But I'm not going to let my inner chatter to affect my response. I'm going to control my inner chatter. And that's why these are questions that I should ask myself. Here's the last question. How can I separate myself from other men so I can lead them? You know, if you hang around nine broke people, guess we'll be the 10th one. (laughs) You know, I was in a fraternity when I was in college. And yes, I was drinking and staying out late. And I was missing class. And It was just amazing that I graduated. But when I was in that fraternity, I couldn't lead them because I was a part of the same foolishness that I was that was sabotaging my future. So so what is the difference? How do you separate yourself from other men? It's based on what you value. Once I started valuing studying and, and going to study hall and getting study partners and paying attention in class and showing up to class, once my values change, then my life changed. And guess what? The very people who I used to party and do all this other stuff with, now I'm leading them. But you can't lead them when you're in the mud with them. A real man separates himself from other men and it's based on what they value. And here's what I want to tell you. Never stay where you're not valued. And if you're in a job or if you're in a situation where you're not being valued, it's because you don't value you. Listen, I'm Robert Watkins. I pray that these questions will be life-changing for you, that you will control your inner chatter And regardless of all the stats that are out there regarding men, I'm telling you, the rise of a man is coming to you. I just started something called the Rise of a Man Boot Camp. And it's accountability boot camp. It's mentorship. And when you listen to this, go to ariseofaman.com and get signed up today. I'm Robert Watkins. I look forward to learning more about your vision.